Today we're going to hit the road. Hit the road. This is a common expression related to travelling. Have you heard this before, to hit the road? I will tell you the meaning at the end of this podcast episode. But before then, see if you can have a think about it and guess what it could mean. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back. Very good to have you here today. I, of course, am Michael, and I've got an interesting topic today, kind of a personal topic, but I've also got some housekeeping to start with. And housekeeping, this is a very common word when it comes to podcasting, I've noticed. And it really just talks about kind of recent news and things you have to kind of tidy up and sort out at the beginning of an episode. So I have some news to talk about. Before I get to that, I want to remind you, you can use the transcript for this episode. So if you want to improve your reading and your listening, click on the transcript link, which you will find on your podcast app in the notes. I also have some podcast reviews to read today. And I really have to thank you guys because whenever I mention review, like you can leave me a review if you want to, you always do it. So it's really nice that you take the time to do that. So I've got two reviews today. One is a review from Nurzat, N-R-Z-A-T, in China. And they said, it's very helpful to me. The pronunciation is very clear and not very quick. I also like the transcript. Thank you. So that's really nice to hear that feedback. I'm glad the transcript is helpful as well. Thank you very much for that review. I've got another really nice one from Snow TH in Thailand. And this person says, I really enjoy Michael's podcast. His speech is very clear and you can find the transcriptions for all lessons, every word he said. It's very helpful. It would be better if the interview part's sound quality could be improved. Still, giving five stars because this is my favourite podcast channel ever. Keep listening every night before bed. That's so, so kind of you. Thank you very, very much. And I do actually completely agree with you. So I know sometimes because of internet issues and microphone problems, the audio quality in the interview can sometimes be improved. That's something that I'm working on. So thank you for that feedback and hopefully... In the future, they will get better. So thank you very much for the kind comments and also that helpful, constructive criticism as well. So if you guys want to leave a review and have your review read out on the podcast, you can do so at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and I will read it on a future episode. One final thing to mention is that In April, I have started giving out weekly English lessons via email. So these are kind of like mini lessons where you can learn some vocabulary, see them in the stories. 
I just made one about hunger, like feeling hungry. There was another one about looking at the expressions two times a week, twice weekly, three times a week, all these kind of ways to talk about your time. And it's completely free. And another thing that I am trying my best to do is if you reply to that email with some practice, maybe you're practicing using the words we learn, then I will send an email back with my corrections if there are any corrections to be to be given. So if you want to do that, you can get weekly lessons and also get updates on my English school when it will be available. You can go to my website. The easiest way is to go to my website homepage and then halfway down the page, there's kind of a, a place where you can sign up to the emails. So just to remind you, my website is ewmichael.com. Just go to there, halfway down the page, you can sign up for these weekly free English lessons. But okay, so that is enough housekeeping today. I hope you're still with me. Thank you for your patience. Today, I want to have a little conversation with you comparing my attitude when I went to Japan. So if you've listened to the podcast before, probably here I talk about this quite a lot because it really was quite impactful on my life. So I've been to Japan twice, each time for a few weeks, and they were vastly different experiences. They were very, very different. And I was thinking about why and how I can kind of give you, hopefully give you some advice based on my experience. So some of us are naturally more outgoing, more confident than others. But I grew up as an incredibly shy person. You know, I remember even in school when I had to talk to five people in my class, it was just a class of five people, very small. I was shaking with fear and people kind of visibly felt very awkward and they felt sorry for me. So I know what it's like to be incredibly shy. So some of you may relate to that. I think shyness is a very common problem for many people. Even if you are more confident, I imagine we all have times when we feel scared or anxious when speaking another language. Of course, in this case, English. Now, you, maybe you're scared that people will judge you. You're scared about making mistakes. It's very human, very natural thing to do. And this is exactly how I felt the first time I went to Japan in 2016. So I was incredibly shy, incredibly afraid of making mistakes. And it was my first ever solo trip abroad, my first time traveling alone. So maybe it was a little bit too much for my first time, but it was a good learning experience. The second time, which was last year, I spoke every chance I got. I was still scared, but I did it anyway. So let's talk about that in a bit more detail and hopefully how it can apply to you and your English learning. So the first time I went in 2016, I had a lot of negative self-talk and it was telling me the kind of person I was or the kind of person I thought I was. 
And I remember specifically, I was kind of counting down the days until I could go home. You know, oh, two weeks until I can go home, not so long. And I'm not the kind of person who normally gets homesick, but this time was particularly difficult. So in my negative self-talk, I was telling myself that I wasn't good enough, wasn't good enough to use my Japanese and everyone was judging me. And I think it's quite common, especially in some Asian countries where there aren't so many Westerners, where people will look at you just because it's a bit different. But in my mind, when people looked at me, I kind of imagined they were thinking horrible things like, oh, who is this guy? Oh, his Japanese is terrible. Things like that. So I had lots of negative self-talk. Every time I spoke to someone, I would do something or say something embarrassing and I would feel terrible about it. So I remember for a long, a lot of time, I just felt like I wanted to escape, run away somewhere. And I would always focus on that. I would focus on that feeling of just being terrible. So I spent most of my time in Starbucks because it was kind of somewhere familiar to me because we have that in the UK. So it's really this feeling of retreating back into your shell, which kind of means going somewhere safe, you know, like a tortoise goes into his shell to be safe. The second time when I went to Japan last year, I kind of viewed it as a second chance, kind of a second chance to improve and directly compare to the first time. So I did go into that second trip with some more positive mindsets and I had some lessons that I knew I could take with me. And some of them I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes. One of them I mentioned before, which was making sure that your first interaction is a positive one. So I knew that when I got to the airport, I had to have a good positive interaction. And that is exactly what I did. So when I got to the airport, the security man wanted to look through my bag. Ordinarily, that can be quite a scary thing. But he looked in my bag and kind of commented on where all my stuff was, like why I didn't have so many things. And I kind of explained my situation in Japanese. And we actually had a very nice mini conversation. And we made a joke about something. We laughed. And I, I left that conversation feeling very, very happy, which was quite unusual for security in an airport. But the key here is I decided to focus on the positives. So rather than thinking about what I didn't know, I focused on what I did know. And there's always an infinite number of things that you do not know. But think about how far you've come since you first started learning English. You've come a really long way and there's so much you know compared to yourself a few months or, or years ago. Another key thing for me was putting myself out of my comfort zone. And I used every positive experience to fuel me and motivate me to go further. So just like in the airport, when I had that kind of good interaction, I had that good feeling. I focused on that good feeling. And that was kind of my motivation that pushed me into my next interaction, my next talk. 
And unlike the first trip, it was really strange because the time flew by. I was there for much longer this time, but it felt much shorter because I didn't want it to end. So that was a really kind of rewarding feeling for me. Another thing I did is I went out of my way to meet Japanese people and go to try Japanese food and new experiences. And I found that meeting people who speak the language as friends was a huge benefit too, because I stopped having the feeling that the whole country was judging me. And instead, I saw that people were very supportive. And I was surprised that we could even have a conversation without too much trouble. So when you actually can try to make friends, say if you come to England, you try to make friends with English people, or you can do so online, make friends with someone online. Maybe you'll stop seeing this kind of separation, this me versus them, a more kind of a supportive learning environment. So it's really important if you can focus on the good feeling you get after a small win and use that as fuel, as motivation. So there's a few takeaways here. So takeaway means important thing to learn. So here are my big takeaways from what I've mentioned today. Firstly, focus on the positives in your language learning and learn to laugh at your mistakes. Now, we are all human and we can relate to that. We can relate to the fact that we all make mistakes and it's a very normal thing to do. Secondly, when traveling, try to meet people as friends and not just staff members or in the restaurant, for example. And this will help you gain confidence and have fun. And you can also do this online, of course. You know, now it's not really possible to travel, but this can also be done online by making friends and not just reading things. Finally, there's a very famous book, which I haven't read, but the title is very, I think the title is meaningful enough, which is Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. So this is something that's made a huge difference in my life and in my language learning. When you're about to do something or thinking about something that's a bit scary, you might get kind of a tight feeling in your chest. And it's kind of, well, that's just fear. It's just the feeling of fear. So when I feel that feeling, especially in language learning, I make a habit of acting when I have that feeling. So fear is not an excuse. So I think that's a good way to end this little episode. Fear is not an excuse. You can act in spite of the fear. So it's a simple topic today, but I had this on my mind for a long time. I hope you found something useful here. I hope you were able to pick out something useful. Well, if not, maybe you've got some good listening practice, right? <laughs> Thank you once again for listening. Thank you to italki for sponsoring. I will leave it there for today, but I look forward to coming back with you, spending some more time with you next week. Thank you very much. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to Level Up English dot school 
forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening. At the beginning of the show, I mentioned the expression to hit the road, to hit the road. Some of you may have guessed or may already know what this means. It simply means to begin a journey. When your foot or your car touches the road, you begin a journey, you hit the road. So when was the last time you hit the road? Where were you going? 